0: Hi, this is Maddie Rose, host of The Fame Game, and this is Our Future Is Missing. Please be on the lookout for Lauren Spirer. She is 20 years old and went
1: missing from Bloomington, Indiana, June 3rd, 2011, at 4.30 a.m. She is Caucasian, 4'11", 95 pounds, with blue eyes and blonde hair. She was wearing a white tank top, a white button-down shirt, and full-length black spandex pants. If you know of Lauren's whereabouts, please contact the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children's hotline, 1-800-THE-LOST or 1-800-843-5678. To see a picture of Lauren, please click on the link on the Voice America homepage, Our Future is Missing, or go to ourfuturesmissing.com. Thank you. I'm your host, Raven Devanny, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. Today, we will be reviewing the films War Horse, Alvin and the Chipmunks, Chipwrecked, Mr. Popper's Penguins, We Bought a Zoo, and The Adventures of Tintin. Plus, we will also be talking about the Mr. Popper's Penguins event at SeaWorld. So right now, we are going to be talking about the new film War Horse with Gabriella Chu. So how are you today, Gabby?
4: I'm fine. What about you?
1: I'm great, thanks. So why don't you tell me a little bit about what this story is?
4: Well, it's about a father who, um, he's at an auction and he bids extremely high for a horse. So he wins and um, his son starts training the horse and they develop an unbreakable bond. But then the horse is drafted into the military for World War I.
1: I see. The whole movie sounds pretty dramatic. So it's obviously a drama. Would you tell me what were your, you know, overall thoughts of the film after you got out of watching it? You know, did it meet your expectations or did it fall a little flat?
4: Um, It did meet my expectations, but I heard this movie was amazing. Although I didn't find it exactly amazing. It wasn't a bad film either. So um, I was a little bit disappointed but only because i had very high expectations
1: i see well i mean at least you enjoyed it a little bit so for me the biggest thing about capturing emotion whether it's romance drama comedy action adventure anything like that i think is the soundtrack so what did you think about the soundtrack in this drama
4: Yeah, the soundtrack actually reminded me a little bit of um, Disney, and um, the music, the background music really fit the tone of the movie. Like, it really went with what um, the movie was trying to say in some parts, and they played a lot of classical music. There weren't many, I don't think there were any um, songs with people singing in them.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, I know this film was directed by Steven Spielberg, so how do you think he did in this film,
4: I think it was great, and I also thought the cinematography was very beautiful, especially um, during the scenes when the horses were galloping and during the war. The um, close-ups of the horses running—it was really intense, and you could really feel how um, how the journey was for the horses.
1: That's awesome. I I definitely think that, you know, horses are so beautiful and the fact that they were able to capture that beauty and that strength through the cinematography is absolutely fantastic. So did you have a favorite scene or character in this
4: film? Well, one of my favorite scenes in the movie was when the horse, Joey, he was galloping through no man's land and um, he actually got caught in a bunch of barbed wires and he was really hurt. And it was right in the middle of no man's land. So both sides, the German side and the British side, they actually stopped fighting. And one of them held up a white flag and went over to untangle the horse. And the other side actually came along and they started untangling the barbed wire with each other. And that really... I found that scene really touching because it showed like even in times of war, people are still able to come together and the horse really made that happen.
1: I think that scene sounds absolutely beautiful. And I think that's really cool that two separate sides were able to put aside their differences and really get back to just human qualities and compassion and being able to untangle the horse. And I think that's great. Well, I know that you went to the world premiere of War Horse a couple weeks ago. So what was it like for you, you know, getting to interview the stars and then afterwards watching the film? Were you like, oh, I met that person?
4: Yeah, it was actually really exciting because when I was watching the movie, I would see some of the people that I interviewed and I was like, oh, my God, I interviewed that person a few days ago. And it was so cool to see um, how their character was on the big screen and how different they are in real life.
1: Mm mm-hmm. I think that's probably like my second favorite part about interviewing people and interviewing talent is because if I'm watching the movie or if I just got out of watching the movie and then I go interview them, I'm like, oh, I just saw you on the big screen. Or if I'm watching a film with my friends, I'm like, oh, yeah, I've met that person. They're like, oh, that's so cool. So I think that's pretty fun. So I know that this film is very emotional and I know you said it didn't exactly like it wasn't as good as you thought it would be. But how do you think that the emotion was captured?
4: Yeah the emotion was captured well it was really intense and it was sad there were a lot of heartwarming scenes and especially when um there's a scene where the horse is about to get trampled over like a bulldozer and there Like the cinematography really added to the emotion of the movie because you could really see how some parts of the movie were really dark and gloomy, like when they were fighting and other parts like at the end and in the beginning when Joey was having fun with his horse.
1: Mm hmm. You're listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Raven Devaney, and today we are reviewing the film War Horse, Alvin and the Chipmunks Chipwrecked, Mr. Popper's Penguins, We Bought a Zoo, and The Adventures of Tintin. Plus, we will also be talking about the Mr. Popper's Penguins event at SeaWorld. So right now we're talking about War Horse with Gabriella Chu. And we were talking about you know the emotion and i and she said that a lot of the emotion came from the horses and having you know some challenges be with that and i find you know movies with animals in it often are very very emotional for me because i love animals i have so many pets at my house it's like a zoo over here and you know i just think Um, Animals are able to convey so much emotion and especially stories about animals because, you know, they're not necessarily helpless, but they can't really voice their opinions and so I definitely think that it was great like you said before Gabriella how the two separate sides that were fighting each other came together to take care of this animal that couldn't necessarily get out of that situation itself. So, like we were saying this film does have a lot of sad sort of intense situations and this film is also rated PG 13. So what do you think about the age range? I mean, do you think that maybe kids a little bit younger than 13 might be able to see this film, or should they see it?
4: Um, I would really recommend this movie to kids 13 and up because it is kind of intense. It's a war movie, but it's still... um, People can still watch it, like, whether you're 13 or if you're 14. Like, you don't have to be 16 to watch it because... Um, they don't really show all of the killings of the people. Like you can hear the gunshots, but they don't show any blood, and they don't show like the horses dying. And um, I also think the movie shows that man and the horse they both suffer like I remember when I was interviewing the writer of the children's book Michael Morpigal um he was talking about one of the essential themes of his book how man and the horse both suffer and in the movie you can really see that
1: Mm -hmm. so basically like the biggest concern would just be emotionally intense and not necessarily gory or inappropriate scenes yeah okay so how many stars do you think you would give this film on a scale of one to five? Four. Mm-hmm. And why
4: is that? Um, because it didn't exactly um, wow me, but it was, I thought it was still good because it was, as you said, it was very emotional and I could hear a lot of people in the theater crying and the oh. cinematography is great, especially, um, in the horse scenes because I feel like the horses were very talented like they were such great actors Mm -hmm. and um you really feel for the yeah yeah, you really feel for the journey Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, so I just want to ask one more quick question about the age so like you said you know 13 14 could see it and then it's also for adults do you think parents could take their teenagers to this and both parties would be able to enjoy it
4: Yeah, I think it's a great family film because um, for the adults, I think they can handle all of the war and all of the intense scenes. And for the kids, too, because it's not too intense, like it's just in the middle. You get the basic idea of what's going on and it's not like um, there's too much hidden away from you and it's not too gory either. So I think it's right in the middle. I
1: see. Well, I think that's good that, you know, both parents and teens would be able to go and enjoy the film. And if you're older, if you're younger, it sort of seems like, you know, all ages, you know, 13 and up would be able to enjoy the film and get a good message out of it. So speaking of messages, what do you think the biggest message or morality did you get out of this?
4: Well, I think one of the biggest messages um, was what the writer told me before, how um it's not just man who suffers, but also animals too. And also, um, I think the main point the movie was trying to make was what war does to people. Like everyone is fighting, but in the end everyone just wants peace.
1: I see. So did you relate to the story in any way or was it, you know, more about war and, you know, you couldn't really relate to it?
4: Yeah, I couldn't really relate to it because um I didn't really um connect with the characters and I never had a pet before so.
1: I see. Well it looks like we're out of time. The movie War Horse comes out on Christmas Day December 25th so be sure to go see that. It's very emotional and it sounds like it's a pretty good movie. I'm your host Raven Devaney from Kids First Coming Attractions and you're listening to Voice America Kids.
5: Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice
3: America Kids. This year's Kids First Film Critics Search Campaign launches September 1st and runs through the end of November. Kids ages 6 to 14 can enter for a chance to compete for eight coveted slots as Kids First Film Critics. To enter, kids need to submit a videotaped review of one of the official search campaign films or DVDs. Public voting determines the 20 finalists, and a panel of celebrity judges determines the winners. Last year, more than 11 million votes were cast for fewer than 100 contestants. To date, some of the exciting assignments covered by the kids' first film critics include a week-long film critics boot camp at the Walt Disney Studios, the red carpet premiere of Winnie the Pooh, sneak preview coverage of films like Cars 2, Judy Moody, and The Not Bummer Summer, with coverage on AOL Kids, Voice America Kids, and Working Mother. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org or on the Kids First Facebook page. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org or the Kids First Facebook page. And hurry, you only have until the end of November to enter. Remember. This show will reach out and touch your life. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up.
1: Raven Devaney, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Let's discuss Alvin and the Chipmunks' Chipwrecked which came out in theaters on December 16th and we have with us right now Anthony Aranda. How are you doing right now Anthony?
0: I'm doing great thank you. How are you? I'm good,
1: thanks. So why don't you tell me a little bit about this film? I remember growing up with the Alvin and the Chipmunk cartoons, and, you know, I would always go to my grandma's house all the time. I was, like, practically lived there, and that is all I would watch was Alvin and the Chipmunks, Alvin and the Chipmunks, and this is the third movie in sort of the newer animated series. So what's your opinion on it?
0: Well, I would say this movie was awesome because there's a lot of action in the movie, and everything um, the chipmunks and chipettes do is so funny.
1: Mm-hmm. So why don't you tell me about the storyline? To my understanding, it's um, the chipmunks and the chipettes. they go away on a cruise, and they chipwreck, or shipwreck, however you want to say it. So, you know, why don't you elaborate a little bit more on the storyline for me?
0: Well, yeah, they do go on a cruise causing a lot of trouble on the ship. <laughs> And also Alvin comes up with a really great idea to fly on top of the kite. All the chipmunks and chipettes are holding the kite while um, just while Alvin's up there flying on it. And then a big wind comes in and starts pushing them through. So Simon grabbed it and tied it to a seat which Dave was sleeping on. And it started oh no. pulling in right across the the whole boat, and then it came untied, and the chipmunks and the chipets flew away to an abandoned island. Oh, no. Well,
1: that's very typical of Alvin and all of his chipmunk and chipette friends to cause a bunch of trouble, and, you know, when one one little chipmunk gets into trouble, everybody ends up getting into the same mess. So what did you think about the animation of the chipmunks, and what did you think about the cinematography and special effects?
0: Well, I thought all of that was really good. It Most of it was really, really, well, awesome, mm-hmm. and I think everyone would probably like to see this. There's, there's only a couple of things that aren't, like, aren't appropriate for other kids, but Otherwise, yeah, it's good.
1: So what do you think wouldn't be appropriate for kids or might not make it exactly a family film?
0: Well, sometimes there's fighting, and there's also, like, they're hanging on a cliff, there's a volcano erupting. Oh, and they use pocket knives in this one. So it gets... So that might be some violent stuff that might happen. I see. So just, it's a little
1: bit more... um mature than some of the other ones but it still is pg so i think it would be a pretty good family film and you know even for teenagers like i remember um i haven't seen this newest one the chipwrecked one but i've seen all of the other films and i saw um chipmunks and the chipmunk squeak wool and you know i've loved all of them and i have a little brother who's seven and um We don't really, like, I don't really go to the movies with him a lot because I'm always going with my friends or he's always going with his friends. And whenever there's, like, a chipmunk movie, we always make it a goal that we go see it together. And so me and him are going to go see um, Chipwrecked pretty soon around Christmas time. So I'm excited for that because it's something that we can do together. So, Anthony, did you have a favorite scene or character in this film? Oh,
0: I had a... Like, my favorite part was probably what I said, what it was about, when they got floated away, the chair was sliding across the room. I would say that was my favorite part, but my favorite character, I would say, is Alan, because he's always causing trouble, and he's Mm -hmm. always really, really funny. Yeah,
1: I think that makes sense. I think Alvin is probably my favorite character, too. But actually, no, I take that back. Theodore is definitely my favorite character because he's so cute and he's so funny. And he's the innocent one out of all of them. And so that's why I like him. So, Anthony, if you could be any one of the chipmunks or any other character in the movie, which one do you think you'd be?
0: Well, that's hard. There's so (laughs) many characters that are really, really good. Yeah. Huh. Um, I would probably say still Alvin, because he's one of the funniest characters in the movie, Mm -hmm. and he's always just causing trouble, having fun, and then some bad stuff happens, and he has to be the responsible one. Mm -hmm. I could definitely see you as being Alvin, in my
1: opinion. You're listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Raven Devaney, and today we are reviewing the films Alvin and the Chipmunk Chipwrecked, Mr. Popper's Penguins, We Bought a Zoo, and The Adventures of Tintin. Plus, we will be talking about the Mr. Popper's Penguins event at SeaWorld. So we just talked about Alvin and the Chipmunks, and it sounds like a super fun family film that I think you all should go see. It came out in theaters on December 16th, so be sure to go see it right away. So right now we are going to be talking about Mr. Popper's Penguins and the Mr. Popper's Penguins event that happened at SeaWorld. So Anthony, I know you got to go do that and you went to SeaWorld and you actually, oh my gosh, I'm so jealous of you. You got to go and spend the night at SeaWorld, but not only did you get to do that, you got to sleep in the Penguins exhibit and in that area and watch Mr. Popper's Penguins. So tell me, you know, more about your experience. How did you get to do this?
0: Well, I had to go through a little confusion, and then there's also a thing called a SeaWorld camp, which I get to go there and have a lot of fun. And later, after the whole camp is over, we get to go spend the rest of the day at SeaWorld, which I thought was awesome.
1: That's so cool. I've never actually been to SeaWorld. That is something I want to do so bad. I actually think my mom is taking me and my brother this summer because my grandma lives out there, so we're going to go visit her. So I'm so excited for that. But why don't you tell me a little bit more about your experience at SeaWorld and all the crazy cool adventures you got to do?
0: Well, I also got to, after we also got to see the new um, Turtle Leaf Exhibit you got to mm-hmm. see that. And there's a snow world, a new actual snow world for the winter. Oh, that's so cool. And we got to do all sorts of stuff. Um, before we went into SeaWorld, we played a few games until until we could. And then we just went, went to the Penguin Exhibit and watched the movie And went to sleep and had fun at SeaWorld. That sounds so awesome. You're so
1: lucky. So, what was it like for you watching a film about penguins while you're surrounded by a ton of penguins?
0: Well, I thought that was an awesome experience being next, being with penguins while watching a penguin movie. Mm -hmm. So, it's just really cool that we get to do that. I thought we would just watch the movie, but we actually got to go with the penguins. That's so fun. So what do you think about, you know,
1: the entire SeaWorld Park? Do you think that it's great for all ages and that everybody would enjoy going there and seeing all the exhibits and the rides and everything?
0: Yes, I think almost everybody would. And there's also mm-hmm. like a forty um, movie exhibit that you could go see. Uh, When I was there, it was the Polar Express, but it could change movies. It's Mm -hmm. always every 20 minutes. Oh, that's so fun. I love
1: uh, 40 movies and 40 exhibits where you go in and it's like you're totally in the movie and you're zooming around, and I think that's really fun.
0: And I hope that a lot of people could go because there's there's also a new SeaWorld, uh, a new, like, a new hmm. It's just that there's new um Blue Horizon and a Shamu. They're doing Christmas Shamu shows, so I hope everyone can go and see that. That's awesome. So, did you
1: think you could pick one exhibit that's your favorite exhibit?
0: Well, that's kind of hard. There's a lot of new exhibits that are out. Hmm. I would probably say the turtle leaf exhibit. And why is that? Because it shows all the turtles swimming around, how they eat, how, how they get past like enemies like sharks or some oil got in the sea hmm I love turtles
1: so much. I love seeing turtles and all over the place. I just love turtles so much. So I think that's cool that that's your favorite exhibit. So we definitely have that in common. All right, so let's talk a little bit about the movie Mr. Popper's Penguins. Uh, I remember I saw that film just a couple weeks ago, and I loved it so much. It was so cute, and it was another one of those films that me and my brother um, like. So we just have time for one quick question, What do you think, you know, the best age group would be? And what are your overall thoughts about this film?
0: Well, I would say that this movie was really good. It was hilarious. (laughs) I think it was very
1: hilarious, too, yeah.
0: Yeah, there was a lot of funny parts and a little bit crazy with all those penguins bouncing around all over the place.
1: Absolutely. Well, I'm glad that you liked it, too. And I'm so glad that you had an amazing time at SeaWorld. That is an amazing opportunity. And I'm so glad that you got to do that. Let's take a break. I'm Raven Devaney from Kids First Coming Attractions, and you're listening to Voice America Kids.
5: Kids Safe, Mother Approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids.
3: This year's Kids First Film Critics Search Campaign launches September 1st and runs through the end of November. Kids ages 6 to 14 can enter for a chance to compete for eight coveted slots as Kids First Film Critics. To enter, kids need to submit a videotaped review of one of the official search campaign films or DVDs. Public voting determines the 20 finalists, and a panel of celebrity judges determines the winners. Last year, more than 11 million votes were cast for fewer than 100 contestants. To date, some of the exciting assignments covered by the kids' first film critics include a week-long film critics boot camp at the Walt Disney Studios, the red carpet premiere of Winnie the Pooh, sneak preview coverage of films like Cars 2, Judy Moody, and The Not Bummer Summer with coverage on AOL Kids, Voice America Kids, and Working Mother. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org or on the Kids First Facebook page. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org or the Kids First Facebook page. And hurry, you only have until the end of November to enter. Remember- This show will reach out and touch your life You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions On the Voice America Kids Channel Shh, turn your phone off Another movie is coming up
1: Raven and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Let's discuss the film We Bought a Zoo, which came out in theaters on December 23rd. And we're going to be talking about that with, again, Anthony. So, Anthony, why don't you tell me a little bit about this movie? It looks so good. It's starring Matt Damon and Scarlett Johansson. So, what did you think about it?
0: Oh, I thought this movie was really cool and um, it was kind of funny. A little sad, but really, really cool. hmm So what was so cool about it? Um, well, there was a lot of, like, funny parts. Most things were kind of weird to do. Like, um, actually have to, um, like, feed lions and pet some other animals, so. hmm Well, this... Film is based
1: on a true story, you know, about these people that buy a zoo. So, what were your, you know, overall thoughts? I mean, I know you said it's really cool, but, you know, what were you thinking after you saw it?
0: Well, I was thinking that, like, um some things was maybe they could try to make it a little bit funnier in the movie. Mm -hmm. but everything would be really good besides that, just a little bit funnier, that I would say. But Mm -hmm. most things were really funny. Mm -hmm.
1: So what did you think about the acting? I know it has a lot of big-name talent in it. So what were your opinions
0: on how they did and how their jobs were? Well, I think they did really good, but I think they might have had to take a few takes. Because mm-hmm. in some parts, it's really hard. Like, some once they had to call a lion because oh someone had to fix a lock from inside the lion cage. So, and then the lion looked at him, but he had to, like, make sure the lion didn't come. So, mm-hmm. I think that might have been kind of hard to do. Yeah. Well,
1: I know um, that there were a ton of animals in this because it's about you know, a zoo. So how do you think that the animals did and how they were trained and if there was any special effects added to them?
0: Well, I think that it would take they must have been trained because that's really hard for an animal to actually just stop and concentrate to them. So Mm -hmm. I think they were probably, and there was a pro, probably a little bit of, like, special effects.
1: Yeah, just a little bit. Well, I think that's pretty cool that the animals were good and that you liked it. So what do you think the emotion in this film is? I mean, I know you said it's a little bit funny and a little bit sad. So how would you describe that emotion and how do you think that it was captured?
0: Well, some like sad parts and funny parts would probably add a little bit more. And like there was a lion that was sick and really yeah. really old so they had to keep him in a, like a little special room but he didn't want to take his medicine oh, and yeah. so everything got kind of complicated and some funny parts i heard most people laughing when i was when i was watching it so mm-hmm. i think that a lot of people thought that they were doing really good
5: mm-hmm
1: well, I think that's good. So what do you think the age group for this film would be? Is it, you know, younger kids, older kids, adults, everyone? You know, what would that be?
0: Uh, there, there was probably a lot of inappropriate stuff <laughs> and a lot of pictures that um, actually a son named Dylan draws, so, like, kind of violent and scary. Mm-hmm. And so probably about 9 to 10 and up.
1: Yeah, okay, I think that makes sense. And you think that parents and kids could go to there together and the kids would be entertained and then the parents would get good messages too?
0: Well, yes, but if they are kind of too young and they don't like these kind of movies, I think that they should probably just not take their children
1: mm-hmm.
0: j- just in case.
1: Yeah, just in case. Well, that makes sense. So what do you think the biggest message that you got out of this would be?
0: Um, Let's see. Never buy a zoo. (laughs) Never buy a zoo. That's one message. That's really hard to come through.
1: Yeah, I think buying a zoo would take a lot of commitment. I mean, and I think that's a pretty good message that got put out to you, not to buy a zoo. That's hilarious.
0: But another thing is, like, if you – plan on doing something, don't give up. Keep on trying. I think that is a fantastic
1: message to get out there. You're listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Raven Divani and today we are reviewing the films We Bought a Zoo and The Adventures of Tintin. So right now we're talking about We Bought a Zoo, which comes out in theaters on December 3rd. And we were talking about some of the morals and messages that um, Anthony got out of this film. And he said, you know, never to give up and always follow your dreams and everything like that. You know, once you start something, finish it. And he also said he learned not to buy a zoo. So on that topic, why did the people in this film buy this zoo?
0: Well, um, they bought this zoo because they liked the house a lot. And like the person who bought it... uh... His daughter really liked the animals, and at mm-hmm. first he, she was playing around with the animals, so they decided to give it a try with the house and the farm and the little zoo.
1: Mm-hmm. I see. Well, I definitely I agree with you. I think it would be super challenging to buy a zoo, but it seems like they pulled through and it brought their family together, and that's fantastic. So, do you think you relate to this story in any way?
0: Well, I do have some difficult sometimes with, like, most of, like, sometimes with my brother and sister. Mm -hmm. So, I would say, yes, I could relate with this movie a little, so.
1: Mm -hmm. So, there's some challenges between family members in this story?
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Okay. Well, I definitely... I can relate to you on that because me and my brother, we have lots of problems fighting all the time, but in the end we always come together and we love each other. So I think that's something that most families and siblings and, you know, people can relate to is fighting with the ones that are close to you. And then, you know, it always gets better. So that's good. So how many stars do you think you would give this film on a scale of one to five?
0: Um, Four.
1: Four. And why is that?
0: Because like I said, they could probably make it a little bit, funnier, and catch more of the emotion, Mm
1: -hmm. so
0: I would say four out of five. I see. So,
1: what's your opinion on the overall production? You know, you combine the acting, the cinematography, the soundtrack, all of that.
0: Well, yeah, a lot, yeah, it was all pretty good. Mm -hmm. Most of it, yes, there was, like, some violence, some scary parts, but everything else I thought was perfect
1: Mm -hmm. and so what's your opinion on the soundtrack in this i know like we said it's you it could have been you know captured the emotion a little bit better but do you think the soundtrack helped convey the emotion you know what was there
0: yes i would say that it would like catch up the emotion more and the emotion was pretty good besides that Mm -hmm. so most of it was really good so just some parts could be added a little bit more. I see. So um, do you think,
1: you know, if you could add anything to this film besides more emotion and more comedy, you know, what would you add to this film?
0: Well, I would try to add a little bit more animals. Because...
1: Mm, more animals?
0: Most people would like see more animals than that. Um, there was we didn't get to see too much in the movie so i would say that they should add a little bit more animals Mm -hmm. so was it a pretty small zoo um yes it was a pretty small zoo and it took a while to get things out with them but i think everything else was fine
1: well that's good so do you think you have a favorite scene or character
0: Well, I would probably say is when the father is inside the porcupine pit. (laughs) He thinks they are nice at first, but then the porcupine starts running after him, and he jumped over the fence and landed on pointy stuff.
2: Oh, my gosh.
0: So when um, the other people tried to take them off, he kept screaming, which (laughs) I thought was really, really funny. Uh Mm-hmm.
1: So, do you have a favorite character that you think you relate to the most?
0: Um, I say my favorite character is probably Benjamin, because he's a really funny character. When he gets mad, he does some really funny stuff, like throwing a tantrum all by himself, which kept me laughing.
1: I see. So, do you have anything else to add or anything to say about this film to our listeners?
0: Well, I would say that most people should go and see this and that it's really funny, so I think most people should see it.
1: Well, that's fantastic. It sounds like a fantastic family film. We Bought a Zoo comes out on December 23rd, so be sure to go to theaters and see that right away. Looks like it's time to take a break. I'm Raven Devaney from Kids First Coming Attractions, and you're listening to Voice American
5: Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids.
3: This year's Kids First Film Critics Search Campaign launches September 1st and runs through the end of November. Kids ages 6 to 14 can enter for a chance to compete for eight coveted slots as Kids First Film Critics. To enter, kids need to submit a videotaped review of one of the official search campaign films or DVDs public voting determines the 20 finalists and a panel of celebrity judges determines the winners. Last year, more than 11 million votes were cast for fewer than 100 contestants. To date, some of the exciting assignments covered by the kids' first film critics include a week-long film critics boot camp at the Walt Disney Studios, the red carpet premiere of Winnie the Pooh, sneak preview coverage of films like Cars 2, Judy Moody, and The Not Bummer Summer with coverage on AOL Kids, Voice America Kids, and Working Mother. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org or on the Kids First Facebook page. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org or the Kids First Facebook page. And hurry, you only have until the end of November to enter. Remember Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? This show will reach out and touch your life. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up.
1: America Kids. Let's discuss the new animated adventure film, The Adventures of Tintin, that comes out in theaters December 21st. So Anthony, why don't you tell me a little bit more about what this film is?
0: So, um, this movie is about Tintin who sees a model of a boat called the unicorn, which has a secret passage to find a riddle. There are three models, and if he finds all three and holds them up to the sun, he will see a clue to find out where the real unicorn sunk so that he can find all the treasure that sunk with it.
1: Well, it sounds like a very fun adventure film, and I know Tin Tin is just a young boy who goes out with his dog Snowy, and he meets a captain, and they have some crazy adventures. So what are your thoughts about this film, and, you know, how do you like it?
0: Oh, I thought this movie was, like, awesome, and it was one of the best adventure movies that i ever seen. It kept me on the edge of my seat. Well, I'm glad
1: that it made such an impression on you. I cannot wait to go see it. I mean, it looks really good. And um, I think that my brother, who's seven, he'll love it. But even if he doesn't come with me, I still think that I'm going to go. Because it looks really good and funny and, you know, very adventurous. So what do you think about the animation and the visual effects?
0: Well, I thought that was also really good. All the uh, animation was really good. So most people, I think, would like this movie a lot and that most people would go and see it.
1: I see. So what do you think about the soundtrack and all of the adventurous music?
0: Well, I would say that there's a lot of good adventures and all the music was fine. All of it was really good. And I don't think that I would change
1: anything. Oh, that's awesome. So does this film have some comical qualities to it? I mean, I know it's action-adventure, but is there some humorous parts?
0: Yes, there is just a little bit of humorous, like humor, um, like some parts when he needs to actually find what happens and who's trying to steal all of it. So mm. I think that's why. Well, I know that Tintin
1: and his dog, Snowy, they make the perfect adventuring pair, and then you add in the captain, so it seems like they work together quite well. So do you think you'd have a favorite scene of them exploring and you know, going on adventures?
0: Yeah, I think my favorite scene is probably when Tintin, Snowy, and Captain Haddock were on an airplane and were running out of fuel. They were going to pour alcohol into the fuel tank so Captain Haddock got on top of the airplane, but he accidentally left the alcohol inside of the plane. Oh, since no. he was, since he always drinks alcohol, he poured inside the fuel tank, and that made the engine start going really fast. Which I oh. thought was really really funny.
1: Yeah, I think that's pretty funny. So, do you think you have a favorite character or anyone in particular that you find yourself relating to?
0: Um. Well, I would say my favorite character. Is Captain Haddock because he's a really funny character. Sometimes when he drinks, like drinks alcohol, he'll break down the door, and he doesn't really know what water is because he's always drinking alcohol.
1: Mm-hmm, I see. So, what age group do you think you would, you know, rate this film for?
0: Um, I would recommend this movie for ages six and up because kids, any younger would probably think this movie is kind of scary the movie also references alcohol and has some violence there mm-hmm. had sword fighting big machines that shotguns and bottles being thrown at people
1: i see so do you think you know that teenagers like my age and older and parents would enjoy this film as well or do you think it would be just for you know younger audience
0: i think that pretty much everyone would Like, except for, like, five and under, because there is some, like, inappropriate stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think most people would like to go see it.
1: Well, that's good, because I definitely want to go see it. And I'm glad that, you know, I got your advice on telling me that I would like it as well. So thank you for that. You're listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Raven Devaney, and today we are reviewing the film The Adventures of Tintin. So, this film comes out in theaters on December 21st, and um, so, Anthony, I was wondering, how many stars do you think you would give this film on a scale of one to five?
0: Five. Well, why five Why is that? Because it's so funny. It's such a good adventure movie. Mostly, everyone would like it. It's just awesome. So, do you think you related to this story in any way? No. Probably, I would say, like, if I saw something really cool, I would probably try to buy it before someone else does. So I'm glad that we got to see that.
1: Mm -hmm. So, I see. So what do you think about the overall production? If you combined everything together, you know, what's your overall opinion of this film?
0: It was still awesome because it's (laughs) so... It Most things would be awesome. Most uh, most people would really, really like it. I think if anyone would go see it, they would think this is one of the funniest movies they ever seen.
1: <laughs> well, I'm glad that you like it so much and that you're so enthusiastic about it. So since you've already seen it once, do you think that you might go see it a second time?
0: I hope, because it's... <laughs> I just want to watch it over and over again. It's just awesome.
1: (laughs) I've definitely felt that way about films, so I can relate to you on that level, you know, seeing films and being like, oh, I want to see that again. I'm going to go see that, you know, tomorrow and the next day and the next day. So I understand how you feel with that. So what was the thing that stuck with you the most out of this film? I mean, to me, it sounds like you loved everything, but was there a specific aspect or a specific part of the film that you you know, just thought was wow, that really stood out to me.
0: Well, yeah, like some things it one thing I would say no one should ever do, like a little thing that you should never do is always drink alcohol. You should drink some other stuff. Besides that, mm-hmm. or you'll be just like Captain Haddock. <laughs> yeah. So do you
1: think that there's any other morals or messages that the audience would get out of this film? Um,
0: hmm, a message. Let's see. Um, I can't really think of one besides, like, don't drink alcohol and don't throw <laughs> stuff at each other. That makes uh. sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah so
1: if you could be any character in this film who do you think you'd best relate to and who do you think you would put yourself as
0: um i would probably put myself as captain haddock because he's <laughs> so funny i would really love to be him
1: mm-hmm. i see so do you think you know that there's anything that was in this film that you think you would have left out or if there's anything that you
0: would have added um, no, I, would, I wouldn't I would really say something that I would add, because it's so, it's just so funny, and most people would love to see this movie.
1: hmm Is there anything that you think you would have taken out of the film, or something that you thought didn't really suit the quality of the film?
0: Mm, not really, because most of the parts were really, really cool, and most things would be awesome so i would say that i wouldn't really take out anything either
1: mm-hmm. i see so what is your opinion about the voice talent and the voice acting and the voiceovers did you think that they suited the characters and that they were able to convey the storyline
0: yeah i do think that they would be able to because all the voices probably were like really good for that character and Most of the funny parts were good. They were talking perfect. I think all of it was really good. That's awesome.
1: So I know that there is a ton of films that come out, you know, around Christmas time and in the winter and around the holidays. So what makes this film stand out and what makes this film, you know, special compared to some of the other films, in your opinion?
0: Well, what I would think what makes it special is that it's a really good adventure. It's really funny. Most people would see it. I think it would be really, really special. I see. So do you think
1: that you have a least favorite character in this film or someone that, you know, was bad or a bad character or that was, you know, the villain in this case?
5: There
0: is some villains that are trying to get the models first, and like they trap, they like um, so um, that bad guy and Tintin were trying to get them first, and then they trapped um Tintin's dog and Captain Haddock, which I they think. were gonna. He was gonna like sink him underwater if he didn't give him the paper. Like the three papers for the model. Uh And it looks like that he decided to go after his friends and his dog because that's a lot more important than just seeing a clue. Well, it looks like
1: we're out of time, Anthony. This film sounds so good. Be sure to go see The Adventures of Tintin starting December 21st in theaters near you. Anthony, thank you so much for telling me about this film. It sounds absolutely wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us. You've been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. You can experience more Kids First fun, watch our film critics and our film reviews, and be sure to vote for the next Kids First film critic by going to www.kidsfirst.org. I'm Raven Tafani, signing out for Kids First, and you're listening to Voice America Kids.
3: Thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, you know what to see. And speaking of see, we'll see you again next week.